Hello everyone and welcome to this festival of Capricorn. Tonight we have a somewhat rare opportunity to work together as a group at the exact time of the full moon, which occurs in a little less than 20 minutes at 6.48 p.m. There's a massive group meditation going on throughout the planet at this time, and we're very fortunate to be able to work and contribute to that effort. Capricorn is one of the preeminent signs providing an opportunity to work with and ground the potencies of the spiritual will. And this opportunity is particularly powerful this year on account of the planetary alignment accompanying this full moon period with the first ray planet Pluto, making conditions conducive for bringing in the energy from the highest center of Shambhala and grounding it within humanity. This energy can be used to good effect by the spiritual workers of the world as we cooperate with the hierarchical intention. As we know, each sign conveys a special kind of light. And perhaps we might say that the light pouring in through this sign is the most rarefied of all. But this is the sign of highest elevation within the annual cycle. You cannot go any higher than Capricorn. So the light from Capricorn is qualified and known as the light of initiation, the light supernal, the light which is described in an ancient passage as that which clears the way to the mountaintop, producing transfiguration and thus revealing the rising sun. This supernal light of initiation is said to be tinged with all the many colors of the heavens, the rays, constellations and planetary energies which combine to unveil to the astounded seeker that for which he has sought for eons of time. So let's now visualize this light, taking a moment to see its many colors pouring in and through the center Shambhala and being anchored in the mental plane as if a giant waterfall of lighted energy was tincturing our world with its essence as we take this moment of silence prior to sounding the affirmation of the will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. This light of initiation, 
as stated, clears the way to the mountaintop, dispelling the fogs and mists that shroud the rising sun. Capricorn is, after all, the sign of initiation and of the individual in whom the head and heart, the mystic and the occultist, are perfectly blended and fused. The soul triumphs here and now rules the personality self. stage on the path is, as you know, known as the transfiguration, wherein the physical body increasingly becomes the vehicle for the expression of this special light as a result of fusing with the soul. This is the stage which the Christ demonstrated when he went up to the mountain, accompanied by his three disciples, where it said he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. There is a particularly close relationship between our planet Earth and the August constellation of Capricorn, and this closeness is said to provide ideal conditions on this planet for the achievement of this transfiguration, this third initiation. This is an amazing thought to consider. It would seem that this is one of the reasons why there's such a fierce backlash at this time as increasing numbers of the human kingdom are moving forward into greater light. As a result, there is a concerted effort to arrest our planet's movement. One of the reasons why our planet provides these ideal conditions for the taking of this third initiation could stem from the fact that the planet itself, over a long, long period of time, is also passing through a similar stage in its development, which may be the reason why these ideal conditions are said to exist. Initiation is, after all, a process that occurs on many different levels of consciousness simultaneously. Great systems of stars, stars of lesser magnitude, planetary logoi, masters of the wisdom, human beings and the lives within the lower kingdoms of nature are all being given the opportunity at this time to take their next step into greater light. As a master moves forward, for example, it's said that the entire ashram of which he is the head moves forward in like manner. It's said that during the subsequent age of Capricorn, which will follow after the present incoming of the age of Aquarius, humanity as a whole will pass through the awakening that occurs at the time of the first initiation. The planet as a whole will go through that. It's such a stupendous event in the life of a kingdom in nature. And it will surely signal a major step and shift in planetary evolution. But surely a large number of disciples will also be enabled in that time to take the third initiation as a result of the training for group initiation being undertaken now by the new group of world servers and which will flower forth during the coming Aquarian age. There is, after all, a deep relationship between this vast serving group of disciples and the sign of Capricorn, which is reflected in the fact that the festival week every seven years occurs in this sign. 
It's interesting to note, therefore, that at the dawning of the age of Pisces, the Christ's teaching to his inner circle of disciples focused much on the symbolism of the Aquarian age, particularly with the focus on the Last Supper in the upper chamber, a truly Aquarian event. So today, as we're entering into the dawning of the Aquarian age, we see that much of the focus of our work and the teaching that has been given is already heavily colored by Capricornian energies. Hence the growing recognition of the importance of the Capricorn full moon period, the December solstice, and particularly the festival week of the new group of world servers. Saturn ruling in Capricorn becomes a potent controlling influence throughout the long stages of human evolution. In the early stages, it presents many challenges to the seeker on the way, as he or she becomes subject to the materialistic forces playing through that planet. Saturn then brings much karmic reckoning, leaving the individual confused, bewildered, buffeted by the whirling forces which carry him up and down the land, and nowhere is there rest. During this long period, the individual becomes subject to the clearing process which Saturn unleashes within the life. But then, as one enters the path, the influence of Saturn begins to aid the individual and serves as a transforming agent as the life becomes governed by law. Then, the soul, as Saturn declares, I will determine for myself the way to go. Then onward, I will move. I will not travel up and down the land, nor turn in space, but onward I will move. All the planets move round and round the zodiacal wheel from sign to sign in rhythmic turnings. The cycles of Saturn are extremely important for the decisive group as a whole, highlighting qualities that are working out in rhythmic movement. It's interesting then to note that as we approach that important year of 2025, Saturn will just be finishing up its nearly 30 year cycle around the entire zodiac zodiacal wheel. And hence we can see the powerful culminating energies that are being released at this time. A powerful cycle is drawing to a close, paralleling as it does with the climaxing years of the stage of the forerunner. So between now and 2025, three brief years, Saturn will be completing this cycle as it moves through the two final signs of the zodiac, Aquarius and Pisces. And then in 2025, an entirely new cycle begins as Saturn moves into Aries, the sign of new beginnings. So we can see how Saturn is moving in perfect tandem with the new group. Moving through these final two signs of world service and the world savior as we approach the great centennial conclave. What a potent opportunity the new group has over this next period. We can now approach the exact time of the full moon. 
Let us together appropriate the potent and transfiguring light that is available at this time. This light awakens within us the truth of our fundamental interrelatedness. This interrelatedness is mirrored in our breathing, enabling us to establish a rhythm within our group brothers. In the recognition that we all breathe the same cool, clear air as we take this yearly opportunity to strive towards the heights. This united breath, this pure light, it strengthens us. With each turning of the spiral of the path, we're aided as well to keep going through the cultivation of Shraddha, that Sanskrit term which translates as utter fearlessness. Like the young mountain goat following his elders, jumping daringly across treacherous high mountain ravines, the group together forges bridges within consciousness. Fearlessness for the disciple is an inner condition, a cultivated quality that quite often belies outer conditions that might be crashing down all around. The materialistic forces foment fear, but the goats of the world learn to rise above it. Let us so work at this time of the Capricorn full moon to instead cultivate Shraddha and thereby strengthen the hands of all those who stand together with us on the periphery of the great ashram. So we now have less than four minutes to the full moon. So let's reflect on this keynote of this work. He who faces the light and stands within its radiance, is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way, yet loves his brother on the darkened path, revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark, and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them, the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. letting in the light. We focus as a group on the mental plane, breathing together as one, and we sound together the mantra of group fusion. I am one with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. 
may the strength which is in me lift and open. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. We extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. Next slide, please. So we work in the higher interlude at this exact time to approach the plane. the contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energy streaming into Shambhala and radiating through hierarchy. Endeavor to see the three planetary centers coming into alignment and interplay.
may we reflect on the Sika for Capricorn. Lost am I in light supernal, yet on that light I turn my back.
using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the new group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, physical centers of distribution. We focus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Together sound the affirmation of love. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I the soul will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world.
Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy, streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inflowing energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher of the Christ. Distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light, love, and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race.
from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, a purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and life work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. We'd like to invite you to attend our upcoming meetings. The next New Moon Meditation meeting occurs on Tuesday, February 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the following full moon of Aquarius occurs on Tuesday, February 15th at 6.30 p.m. So thank you, everyone. Have a good night, and thank you for your participation in this planetary service. Bye-bye.